0: Yet another edition of Beat the Closing Number, presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich. You can follow The Lines on Twitter, at TheLinesUS. You can follow our MLB lead analyst, Monowar, on Twitter, as it says on the screen. We're recording here on Wednesday, April 26th, breaking down two Major League Baseball bets for Wednesday's card. But before we get started, remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications Whenever the lines released a new sports betting video on any market, including MLB and the lines.com is also giving away yet another $25 Amazon gift card in our free MLB pick em contest. For more details, just head over to play.thelines.com. But without further ado, Mo, 2-0 day for you on the podcast yesterday. And the Dodgers came back at the forefront and then the Royals came through on the late night slate knocking off Arizona it couldn't be a Royals bet though without a sweat right let me tell you that one took about
1: I'll say two and a half days off the back end of my life sweating that one that was <laughs> not fun um I would say the Royals did everything possible wrong in that game and they still won as underdogs so I guess I feel pretty good about my bet um they had like thirteen hits or something and just but man just a master class from the Royals in losing baseball. Just being thrown out on the base paths, poor defense, um, idiotic managing. I mean, just everything. They did absolutely everything
0: wrong and they still won. Can't get worse than the St. Louis Cardinals. I think we can both agree on that, though. Brady Singer, though, bounced back for Kansas City. Six innings, five hits allowed, and just one earned run, five strikeouts, no walks. So Singer looking like last season at least on Tuesday night, but back to today's card. Mo at 7:20 p.m. Eastern Time, the Marlins taking on the Braves. Miami at 12 and 12, Atlanta 16 and 8. Total in this game sitting at a flat eight. Atlanta starting Bryce Elder against last season's NL Cy Young Award winner Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara with a 547 ERA, but that 349 FIP shows that positive things may be on the horizon. And it's a small sample size in four starts for Sandy, but the chase rate is in the 54th percentile. That's kind of the one thing that stood out to me among all of his peripherals considering nothing has really been that crazy his ground ball percentage. Is a bit lower than last season, but again, it's a smaller sample size, just four starts. But you go back to that chase rate and he finished in the 94th percentile last season. So that's a bit alarming, but again, it is very early in the season. As I mentioned with Alcantara, not a strikeout pitcher, lots of ground balls. So do you expect him to bounce back against Atlanta tonight? I don't know if I expect, like, 2022
1: Cy Young-Sandy Alcantara going forward. Um, I do think, obviously, he's been a bit unlucky. I think his ERA is, like, north of five right now or something. Um, But, you know, even if last year was his peak, I do think we're going to see kind of – low threes ERA Sandy, which is basically what he's been in his career. He's been good overall against the Braves in, in his career for, for what it's worth 2.42 ERA over 10 starts. I'm not sure if that's meaningful, but it at least could be a good thing. Um, I definitely think he'll be fine and, and just he's off to a slow start. I, I don't think it's a big deal, but you know, maybe not Cy Young contender, but he should be a well above average pitcher on the other side. Uh, I'm really liking what Bryce Elder's been doing um for the Braves. He he was not like a super highly rated prospect, but I do think he may have made some changes. He's really leaning into his um his slider, uh, throwing it quite often. Slider, sinker, pretty heavy a dose of those pitches. It kind of makes me think he's gonna be a little bit of a not a like platoon splits like where he can't face lefties, but just a guy that I think is going to have a pretty decent size split, just with, with that sort of repertoire. Um, I, I think Miami is a good matchup for him, though, because I'm only seeing two lefties in their projected lineup. Now it's their two best hitters, uh, Jazz Chisholm and uh Luis Arise. But still, I, I think that's good for him. And also Miami, very high ground grounder team. Uh, they were, I think, 11th last year, and they're second so far this year, which Definitely makes sense they add uh Luis arise he is a uh sp- you know spray the ball all over the the field type of type of guy, so um yeah, I think they play into elders ground ball lean for sure, so not a huge totals guy uh, I have mixed
0: reviews in my life betting totals, but I do kind of <laughs> like uh under eight on this one and you mentioned Luis arise obviously traded from Minnesota this past offseason for Pablo Lopez, who was off to a good start before giving up five earned runs to the Nats over the weekend. But Lopez's current teammate, Joe Ryan, Joe Nolan Ryan, if you want to pronounce his or say his full name, had a big another big start against the Yankees, giving up one earned run in seven innings pitched on Tuesday night, seven strikeouts. So as low as 25 to one in the AL Cy Young betting market, obviously super early in the season and Garrett Cole now four to one, I believe on FanDuel Sportsbook and as low as plus 325 or right around that number, I want to say in this futures market. So long way to go, but like where I'm at with the Ryan futures bet, at least it's better or at least it's shorter than it was when I got it right before the season began at 100 to 1. But last game on the card to hit on, Mo Padres at Cubs, San Diego underperforming to begin the season 12 and 13. Cubs are outperforming some people's expectations. You had a bit of a long shot futures wager on Chicago, not postseason wise, but regular season. And the Cubs are 13 and 9. This money line market is minus 110 both ways as of Wednesday. Late morning, early afternoon, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. Michael Waka against Drew Smiley. And you go back to last Friday, the 33-year-old Southpaw for the Cubs lost a perfect game against the Dodgers when he and Jan Gomes collided on a swinging bunt attempt in the eighth inning. And Smiley's actually been pretty good. This season a 3 1 3 ERA former Tiger also has a 195 X ERA. So the peripherals like Smiley. So far, are you leaning towards the Cubs, Andrew Smiley, for the final game on tonight's or today's Beat the Closing Number podcast, Mel? I, I like the other side in this one. Um, yeah,
1: underperforming is putting it mildly. Uh, when you talk about this Padres lineup, uh 89 WRC plus. I mean, just looking at this lineup, it just it really boggles the mind. To be honest, uh, Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, top four in the lineup. I mean, just imagining imagining that team being outside the top five. Of, of hitting is insane and and they're just like below the fold so it's really been a pathetic showing for this offense so far I just can't imagine it's going to continue um yeah I know the Cubs have been hot so far but they are not nearly as good as the Padres pretty much across the board uh defense bullpen offense it's just on paper the Padres are much better everywhere now starting pitching I think is close in this one um I would rate these pitchers pretty closely. I think Smiley does have stretches where he goes through where he looks very good, and then he'll just completely fall off the wagon, and then the net result just ends up being he's like a little bit below average, I think, in his career. Um, Overall, in his career, he has struggled a decent amount facing right-handed batters, so not only is this a very talented Padres lineup, it's a pretty right-handed lineup. Only, I believe, two lefties in the projected lineup, and one of them is Juan Soto. So good luck uh, with that. And yeah, he's got a 330 Woba, basically, uh, against right-handed batters. Below average fit, below average ex-fit. He, he's just not that good without the platoon advantage. And I, I know Walk has been just absolutely hammered so far, but I still am just maintaining the same thing that I've been saying, basically, since I watched one of his starts and looked at his numbers. He, he's He's basically just been unlucky. I don't think he's very good or anything. It's just funny for me to be like fading him after last year because I was, or I mean, betting on him, because last year I was fading him constantly and he just was riding the (laughs) absolute most BABIP luck to just win after win and now he has a 394 BABIP and a 61% left on base and that's just purely outside of his control. The one thing I did see in his profile that is a little bit um, off is he's not getting pop-ups. He's at like, three percent on pop ups and last year and the year before that he was in double digits um in field fly ball rate which is really strong and I can only assume those are gonna come back at some point. It seems kind of crazy to go from, you know, twelve percent, thirteen percent, fourteen percent down to like three and a half or whatever he's at now. So yeah, the Babip uh has not been kind to him so far. I'm guessing it will normalize at some point. So I think he's probably fine, like slightly below average pitcher, just just like Drew Smiley, basically. So yeah, I I know that the Cubs have been way better
0: than the Padres across the board, but on paper, this is definitely not true. And you called out San Diego's lineup collectively. I just want to mention that Xander Bogarts has a top five war across Major League Baseball this season. So you Every you want to call time up? I watch Xander Bogarts, he's
1: hitting grounders through the hole. I hit one over the fence. He's got five home runs. Well, not when I'm watching him and I'm sweating the Padres. <laughs> like, he's getting on base. He
0: just he's not hitting for any power when I when I when I've got him on. All right. Well, maybe that was the one game we were together that you were watching San Diego. But fair enough. That is Monowara. You can follow him on Twitter on the YouTube screen as it says. If you're not. Watching on YouTube and listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Follow Mo on Twitter at M O N U W W A R A H. You can follow the lines on Twitter as well at The Lines US. Thanks for watching and listening to another edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. We'll be back tomorrow with a couple of episodes, including a very special episode baseball guests diving into all things MLB talk to you then